was Electric uh, Vehicle Day Friday. They couldn't have picked a worse day if they were mm. looking at getting a run, given the uh, <laughs> momentous nature of the news cycle. But um, our, our little catch-up last Wednesday, Mark, it was interesting. I'd never been in, a, in an electric vehicle before, and, and it, was a, it was an interesting drive. Yeah, and I think that's the, the real issue for that whole electric vehicle industry is actually just getting bums in seats because when you actually drive them, see how quiet they are, how well they accelerate, uh, that gets rid of those anxious things you have about this is going to be you know, uh, comp- I'll be compromising my driving by what, buying one of these. And then you get the ad- added advantages of, you know, having uh, the equivalent of half the cost of fuel to run it. Yeah. A um, lot less servicing. And as you guys... Cheaper rego. Cheaper rego. And as mm. you guys would have seen, um, the way you can control the speed uh, with the with the throttle and, and have it decelerate, you actually, you know, your brakes are going to last almost the life of the car as well. Well, yeah. yeah I was, the, the, the thing that stood out to me was there is there's probably a little bit of learning that goes with driving it. You have to relearn some of your habits. You can't because the car does decelerate aggressively when you're not when you're not accelerating. See, the idea of coasting into the lights doesn't really exist in an electric car. Yeah. Um, and and by the same token, the the speed with which it takes off off the line without having to go through the gears is is quite exceptional. So, do you think that? Relearning is part of the process. Yeah, and it'll, it'll they'll learn pretty quickly. It's a relatively intuitive. But you're right, though, that that, that uh, getting used to just driving on only the throttle, and, mm. you know, not needing the brakes very often at all, is a a learned habit that you probably have to you know spend a week or two to to uh, get used to. The other part about it too is that. Um, these uh, these vehicles, because they're so quiet and everything as well, um, they actually have an external noise so that uh, people people hear as it's coming up to them, so they don't you know because everybody's worried that electric vehicles they'll be these little silent uh, stealth vehicles that people mm. will hit people. But yeah, no, it's going to be a hmm. whole new world. So it, what about for road trips? Because you know, obviously, it's a big country, and you know, people love the idea of jumping in their car. What's the what's the setup like at the moment with rural and regional charging stations? The short answer is pretty poor. Mm. Um, the longer answer is if you're going to Melbourne, there's some uh, fast charges along there in Sydney and up to, to Brisbane. Um, over the next two years, the RA will be building 156, sorry, 536 charges at 140 locations around the state. And all bar about 20 of them are going to be in the regions. So, yeah, right. so you'll be able to go to the Flinders and, and places like that with some comfort that you're actually um, you're going to have a place to charge. A bit like driving out now, not not knowing there's going to be a service station out there. Yeah, yeah. So that because uh, that what's the range, the average range at the moment? Um, well, that little cone you drove the other day, that's 450. Uh, okay. Tes- Teslas are 600. Uh, some of them, uh, some of the cheaper brands are, are you know around the two two fifty. Um, yeah, right. Essentially, what happens is uh, bigger range equals bigger batteries. Bigger batteries equals bigger dollars. Yeah, right. Um, so so you, you kind of pay for what you get. But yeah, mm. that's enough that uh, uh, so that 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 kind of you know one stop in Keith, like the fast charger. You can go to you know the footy in Melbourne, mm. driving that. No people get used to you know that range anxiety will be become less as they start to see these systems built. Some texts coming through and questions on the Automasters text line. Can you ask, Mark, how long do batteries last and how much do they cost to replace? Um, they last about the life of a, a petrol engine. So you get at least 10 years out of them, mm. uh, probably more likely 15 years. You won't actually replace them uh, unless there's a warranty problem. What they'll probably do is people don't realise the battery in a car is about three or four times the size of a house battery that people are putting in their houses now, the Tesla walls and things like that. Mm. So it's likely that in 15 years when that car uh, comes out of service, 
they'll actually be able to take the battery out of it, put it into a box, and it'll spend another 10 or 15 years bolted to the side of a house and do that happily. And then uh, with some of them, they might even spend another 10 years out on an ag property just opening and shutting gates and that. So they'll actually be a, a cascading hmm. use of these well, batteries. So, uh, uh, But, yeah, yeah they'll, 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 they'll be worth something at the end of it. What about pricing at the moment? Because, you know, it's probably a bit like the early days of plasma television where every plasma TV cost thousands and thousands of dollars and now you seem in the JB Hi-Fi catalogue for under a grand a lot of the time. Is it, is, do you think it's going to follow the same pattern? Yeah, I think that's a good analogy because what happens is that um, we have seen the, the expensive ones come out first, pretty much the Teslas and things. You know, a lot of those were north of 100000 we're starting to see the Chinese really come into this market now. Uh, they're the largest producer of electric vehicles in the world. They're, even their own domestic market's about 2 million vehicles now. So we'll start to see them come in at uh, high 30s. Uh, yeah, right. Some of them are mid-40s now. Mm. Um, so they'll start to get into that range. They talk what they call price parity when they think electric vehicles will cost about the same as a petrol engine. Uh, in, in Australia, we're thinking it'll probably around 26, 27 the, yeah, right, the, okay. That's when it will happen. So prior to that, people start buying for the other advantages anyway. Uh, Tyson in Clarence Gardens got a question for you, Mark. Morning, Tyson. Good morning, boys. Um, what What is the main product used to make a battery? Is it just lithium or I don't actually know what it is? Yeah, so there's uh, there's a whole heap of uh, chemicals. Lithium is one of the major bits of it. There's copper and everything in there as well. There's actually a um, big... Just, just quickly, yeah. do we actually have enough product to make enough batteries for everyone to have a car? Well, in, uh, <laughs> Australia is the largest producer of lithium in the world, and uh, there's a big push right now because we're one of the few countries where every material needed to make a battery is in Australia. And secondly, uh, suppliers are looking for uh, uh, politically stable uh places to get this, their resources from. So, there, yes, there is enough for, uh, for Australia to make all its own batteries. Mm. Helen asks on the Automasters text line, uh, can you pull a caravan with an EV? Are we at that point yet? That's that's the it's one of its Achilles' heels right now. Once you start putting a, a large weight like a caravan on the back of a a, a a van, you're going to have to have a decent sized car to pull it as well. It it'll almost halve the range. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we're still away from that, but um, people won't. Uh, people who are going to do a lot of towing will will live with internal combustion engines probably for the next decade until mm. batteries catch up. Mm. Uh, we uh, got a question from Patrick who asks, what does it cost to have a charger set up at home? Um, if you've got a... So most All cars will be able to plug in just from a normal PowerPoint. Mm. So you don't have to do any, spend anything if you don't want. If you want one that's a slightly faster, about three or four times faster than a, a household point, it's about $2,500. Uh, after that, you really want to... You know, you're starting to spend a lot more after that, but you, you don't really need it. You'll get enough range just from a plug overnight. Chris has called in. Morning to you, Chris. Morning, how are you? Good, mate. Well, just a quick question. Gentleman said um, that the EV batteries would last about 10 years, which is the life of a, a petrol or diesel engine. Um, after that 10-year period, what's the resale going to be on these things? You pay $70,000 and in 10 years' time when the battery's gone... It's going to be worth it. Yeah, so 10, 10 years is very conservative. They're warranting the battery for at least eight anyway. Um, what happens is we're starting to see the depreciation on electric vehicles get better. Previously, though, their, their, their value dropped like a rock. Mm. And the reason for that, people were just didn't know the technology, were scared. 
we're starting to see now as people are seeing more of these around, they're starting to feel that, that the, the value is going to be there. Um, I think by the time, in 10 years' time, I don't think it'll be uh, the big issue that we've got now. I think it'll be the same as similar to what um, um, conventional vehicles are. That's great. Mark, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming right, in. Yeah. We, could, we could probably take calls for hours. Um, <laughs> so many great questions from, from listeners on the, uh, this emerging technology, and it was great to have the opportunity to drive around with you in one just the other day. Thanks Thank- for your time this morning. Thanks for your interest, guys. Cheers, Mark. Mike Paulos from the RAA. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.